Hello children, I hope you all are good. In the previous podcast, we got familiar with the various changes that the British colonial rule brought in the lives of the tribal people. Today, in this final podcast on the chapter, Tribals, Decoos and the Vision of a Golden Age, we would get to know about a very significant tribal rebellion led by Birsa Munda against the oppressive British colonial rule. Through the 19th and 20th centuries, tribal groups in different parts of the country rebelled against the changes in laws, the restrictions on their practices, the new taxes they had to pay, and the exploitation by traders and moneylenders. The Coles rebelled in 1831-32. Santhas rose in revolt in 1855. The Bastar Rebellion in Central India broke out in 1910 and the Worli Revolt in Maharashtra in 1940. The movement that Birsa Munda led was one such movement. Birsa was born in the mid-1870s in a family of Mundas, a tribal group that lived in Chota Nagpur, which is in present-day Jharkhand. His movement was aimed at reforming the tribal society. He urged the Mundas to give up drinking liquor, clean their village and stop believing in superstitions and black magic. Birsa also turned against missionaries and Hindu landlords. He saw them as outside forces that were ruining the Munda way of life. In 1895, Birsa urged his followers to recover their glorious past. He talked of a golden age in the past, a Satyug, when Mundas lived a good life constructed embankments, tapped natural springs, planted trees and orchards, practiced cultivation to earn their living. They did not kill their brothers and relatives and lived honestly. Birsa also wanted people to once again work on their land, settle down and cultivate their fields. What worried British officials most was the political aim of the Birsa movement, for it wanted to drive out missionaries, moneylenders, Hindu landlords and the government and set up a Munda Raj with Birsa at its head. The movement identified all these forces as the cause of the misery the Mundas were suffering. The land policies of the British were destroying their traditional land system. Hindu landlords and moneylenders were taking over their land. And missionaries were criticizing their traditional culture. As the movement spread, the British officials decided to act. They arrested Birsa in 1895, convicted him on charges of writing and jailed him for two years. When Birsa was released in 1897, he began touring the villages to gather support. 
he used traditional symbols and language to rouse people urging them to destroy the outsiders also known as Greeks and the Europeans and establish a kingdom under his leadership Birsa's followers began targeting the symbols of Biku and European power they attacked police stations and churches and raided the property of money lenders and zamindars they raised the white flag as a symbol of birsa raj in 1900 birsa died of cholera and the movement faded out however the movement was significant in at least two ways first it forced the colonial governments to introduce laws so that the land of the tribals could not be easily taken away by dikus second it showed once again that the tribal people had the capacity to protest against injustice and express their anger against colonial rule they did this in their own specific way inventing their own rituals and symbols of struggle that is all children hope you like listening to the podcast have a beautiful day stay safe take care bye